0: Good morning. Welcome to Smart Companies Radio. I'm Kelly Scanlon, publisher of Thinking Bigger Business Media. Our guest today is Karen Duff. She is the president and CEO of International Express Trucking, also known as IXT, and she's joined with her operations vice president, Martha Schmidt. Welcome to the show today. Good morning. Good morning. So glad to have you here, and I understand some congratulations are in order. You just won the Kansas Department of Commerce's 2015 uh, Minority Enterprise Development of the Year Where that is a mouthful, but congratulations. Yeah, thank you. That's, it's a women-owned business. Yes, as a women-owned business, so that's wonderful news. Uh, how did you get started in the transportation
2: industry, typically a male industry? How did you get started? Yes, I was a uh, buyer for an international company, so I would travel overseas and buy sporting goods. Mm-hmm. And I was also responsible for the international logistics part of it. From there, I uh, also, when I was working for the company, we did in-house customs clearance, and we would use a courier to take our documents to customs. Mm -hmm. And um, we did it in in three ports, KC, L.A., and Los Angeles. And in the outer ports, they had a courier. Well, in Kansas City, there was no courier. So I thought to myself, hey, you know, maybe we should do a courier business here because Mm -hmm. no one has one, and it's maybe a good opportunity. So we started that in 1993, and in 2000, 2001, uh, those current customers asked us, uh, Uh, Maybe you should get into the drage business, which is the trucking business. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I thought about it. And at the same time, my company had just gotten bought out of by another Fortune 500 company. So I took that and I thought about it. And I said, you know, if y'all support me, then then I'll do that. So I took all my 401k money, my husband's wow. 401k money.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and, you really uh, are an entrepreneur. Yeah,
2: and uh, we took a chance. So it worked out 15, 16 years cool. later. We uh, were now one of the top three drage companies in Kansas City mm-hmm. and the only women-owned age company. So uh, it worked out. Oh, well, congrats. thank goodness.
0: Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and your husband's probably wiping his brow going, whew. <laughs> for five years, maybe not. <laughs> yeah. But uh, congratulations to you. When did you join the company, Martha? I've been with the company now a little over two years. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you've been able to enjoy some of the success. And, and uh, as VP of operations, you've probably got some ideas for taking it even further.
1: Yeah, and you know when Karen approached me about the opportunity to come to IXT, uh, she had a great story. Obviously, she just shared some of that story mm-hmm. with you—the the long-term success and the and the opportunity—and and she painted a picture that I just was challenging for me. It was a, a kind of a mid-career change mm-hmm. from a direction of where I'd been, but had a really strong business background. Um, I came from different industry, but with a lot of business, sales, and marketing, and process improvement, and that was where Karen was looking for the future, and
0: mm-hmm.
1: she gave me the great story, and I fell for it and joined <laughs> her up, and it's been
0: a great two years. So she sold you on it. Good, good job on that, Karen. Talk to us about, uh, did you ever have any entrepreneurial influences as you grew up? I mean, or was this just really a plunge? A lot of people... Um, Have a parent or some relative that influenced them, and they've, but you know, you just rolled the dice. You took your 401k, both you and your husband's 401ks, and so I just wonder if you had any kind of background that inspired you to do something that risky.
2: No, my father always owned his own business. Did he? He was in the construction business. Okay. So uh, I did come from an entrepreneurial background. However, I think sometimes it's just a personality that you have. And Mm -hmm. uh, I'm always looking to do something more, something bigger, something better. And I like the challenge. And. So it was a challenge. Okay. So we talked a little bit earlier about you winning the Women
0: Business Award for the state of Kansas. And uh, again, this is a male-dominated industry. What have you done to uh, distinguish uh, the
2: company, to distinguish IXT and make it unique to stand out? Yeah, I think, you know, I don't have any really big secret about what to do, but I really think it comes down to a few things. And integrity to me is number one. I believe that you have integrity, you always do the right thing, that things will work out. You know, I also believe that uh, culture is a big deal in, in, your, in your work environment. Mm-hmm. And Martha's been very instrumental in implementing that culture, even though she's only been here two years. We've always tried to work towards that culture. And that's a culture of, uh, you know, I believe that I, and we say it all the time at work, you know, nobody cares what you know until they know that you care. And uh, I think we really try to We have external customers We have internal customers And, and we try to keep that philosophy uh, Throughout the organization With our customers mm-hmm. With everyone uh, We have a lot of diversity in our, in our company We have um, drivers from 36 different countries So wow. we, uh, we, uh, that's sometimes a challenge But not really They're very hard workers and, uh, so, But I think really it really goes back to Culture and integrity And giving back You know,
0: that culture is so important, especially today with so many generations in the workforce and with such a growingly diverse population here in the United States. Um, But whenever you can tap into the strengths of all of the different ideas that people like that bring, it, it usually results in great ideas. And if you can get everybody working together, a great company, like you said. What are some of the specific things you're doing, Martha, to create the kind of culture that allows that kind of growth and idea exchange? You know, I I, I think the key things that we focus
1: on every day is setting the common expectation for Mm -hmm. excellence. Mm -hmm. You know, um, our organization is critical for all of us to work as a team and together to make sure that all pieces fit and all pieces are successful. So setting that common expectation that everybody has an awareness of what do we do? What is their role in in helping us achieve that goal? And then setting everybody and giving clear accountability. Mm -hmm. It's not everybody else's job to to be successful. It's each and every one of us' job every day. Every day we come to work to come at it with an attitude of what's going to be our challenges today and how are we going to be better at getting our arms around them and being successful. And, And setting that expectation with the accountability connected, Uh, really has helped, I think, drive us in a different direction. Not everybody likes to get around, you know, owning success. And we've had some of those challenges, too, within the business. But the folks we have today get it they get where we're going and they're on board to, to be great every day they come to work and that's pretty exciting.
0: I hear you also bake a really mean cinnamon muffin. Well you know a girl <laughs> gotta helps. do what a girl's gotta do. <laughs> <laughs> that always helps with the culture. You know one of the things that we hear uh, right now in the trucking industry is that there's a driver shortage. You haven't seemed to um, let that stop you you continue to add you continue to grow how are you dealing with that kind of a situation where there's a shortage of good drivers well if your drivers are happy they Mm. don't go anywhere (laughs) so the turnover is not high
2: so we work we work really hard in uh, keeping our drivers but it all really still goes back to the integrity part of our culture Mm -hmm. Um, we pay attention to them we respect them we listen to them uh we they trust our leadership, and I think that trust is a big thing with drivers.
0: Yeah,
2: um, they want to make sure that what you tell them is is what's going to happen. And we, you know, we are a company that is 100% owner operators. We have over 70 owner operators, oh, okay. which is very unusual. Yes, in in our in our business, usually it's 50-50, 50 50, mm-hmm. 50 owned trucks, 50 owner operators. But the reason that we can be so successful, and I just had a competitor ask me the other day, how do you be so, uh, well, how are you so successful with 100% owner-operators? Yeah. And I think it goes back to orientation. Mm-hmm. You know, Martha spends a whole day with them before they come in. Uh, before they're even hired, though, we run them through a system to make sure that they fit with our company. Martha has a conversation. Are you going to fit with our culture? And that's very important to us because we don't want to hire drivers and drivers leave. Uh, so our culture is very important. We give them orientation. We tell them what's expected out of them. And, uh, and we want to know what they expect from us. So I think that is one of the biggest reasons for success. So, Martha, it sounds like you're a
0: big part of that hiring. Would you agree with everything that, or have anything to add to what Karen just said? You know, absolutely agree um, 100% with what Karen said, and
1: from my Experience with our drivers and the owner operators that come in the doors. You know, ninety-five percent of them are actually internal referrals, which is pretty exciting.
0: It's going to ask you how you source when you have more than thirty some countries represented.
1: Yeah, it's it's if if you do business right, as Karen outlined, and if you and if you treat people well and you respect them for what they do, regardless of their job role, people like to be in that space, and so we have a, a great, great. Um, opportunity, I think, that we take every day. And so we have that great internal referral. The other thing I think that really differentiates us, which has been shared with me multiple times by our drivers and owner-operators coming in, is that we are absolutely transparent. Mm-hmm. They see what they're getting paid. We have the conversation before they get paid. If there's mistakes, we make that effort to make them corrected. And and so so it's it's always about a two-way street, and it's a two-way street of equals. And And, and when you make people feel valued they feel great about being with ixt we have turnover like everybody else we don't have a high turnover but when they feel valued they invite their friends and they'll tell two friends and they'll Mm -hmm. tell two friends and what we see is a is a pretty constant flow of traffic in our doors and like karen mentioned not everybody gets hired at ixt we do a lot of different things, um, we've added an assessment, you know, how do you mm-hmm. feel about culture because culture is such a big piece, we have to get along with everybody right? and and there's so many different nationalities and, and those nuances that come with different cultures and people and, and where they're from, we all got to figure out how to, how to make that work and so the right fit is so, so important for us and, and we try as hard with our owner operators to get the right fit as we do with our
0: internal employees Yeah, absolutely and, and that is, that's so key because who you don't hire is as important as who you do hire. And uh, sometimes I think people are so. Uh business owners are so eager to just get somebody else in that seat because there's a job to be done that we sometimes don't do that well enough, that testing and that assessing to make sure that they're a good fit. They might have the skills, but there's more to it than that. We've been talking about your employees, about your owner-operators. Let's turn to your customers. You've been in business for many, many years, and you have a very high customer retention rate. What do you think that you're offering there that keeps that customer retention rate so high and that maybe you offer that your competitors don't
2: I think again and I I I hate to be redundant but I think it goes back to integrity
0: Mm
2: -hmm. Uh, we do what we say we're going to do we do it you know we go way beyond what a lot of other companies do I think based upon my background of being I used to be that customer right so I understand what our customers want Uh, so I think that gave me a little bit of an edge uh, I can sit there and have a conversation with that person across from me, and and kind of be ahead of the, be proactive and be already have in place for them a solution to what their problem might be. I think that is that's key. We also have uh, IXT. We spend a lot of money in technology. We probably have more technology than than most companies do, and that goes back to the transparency. We. Our customers see everything that goes on within minutes of it happening through our websites and Mm -hmm. through our technology. So I think technology is a big deal. But I think it really goes back to integrity. Uh, They trust us, and uh, they know we're going to do what we say we're going to do. And it goes back to the culture. Yeah. What do you think, uh, as you look back over the years, you could point to and say that you're most proud of? I'm most proud of our reputation, IXT's reputation. We have a reputation for integrity people know that, you know, there's, I think integrity is huge. And other companies know that when IXT gets in there, you're not going to get that business from us. We're just not going to let it go. We have Mm -hmm. customers that we've had for since day one. Oh, I know. I Uh, I read about that. I was amazed. So uh, when we get in there, we stay in there and then Mm -hmm. we build on that business so we we also you know make sure that we have a relationship with that customer mm-hmm. transportation is big into relationships but if you have service failures the relationship doesn't matter because those people have a job to do and they yes. have someone they have to answer to mm-hmm. so i i think i'm just most proud of the integrity that ixt has everything from the railroads to customers to our banking relationships, our insurance relationships, uh, the integrity is there. We've talked about uh, your
0: your clients. We've talked about your uh, associates. Um, it, all, all that is relationship-based. Talk to us also about your relationship with
2: the community. What kind of an impact has IXT had on the community where you do business? Uh, we we are always trying to give back because I believe if you've received much, you must give much. Mm-hmm. And, uh, for instance, you know, a couple years ago we had a, a freight claim where some boxes got uh, wet. And uh, it was like 42 air conditioners, and it happened to be in July. And uh, we could have filed an insurance claim, and the insurance would have paid for mm-hmm. the air conditioners, and we could have gone on. But we are in Wyandotte County, and uh, there's a lot of need in Wyandotte County. Yes. So, I called the Wyandotte County Mental Health and we gave away 42 air conditioners. So, we took the air conditioners down there, they did they, their outsourcing, and, and mm-hmm. people came by and got air conditioners. So, we kind of took a, a bad situation and made it good. Right. Uh, we also, um, at Christmas time, um, back to basics, we have uh, all of our employees and drivers contribute uh, products and give back to the basics. Uh, our biggest uh, charity is uh, that we support is young women on the move Mm -hmm. and it's a it's Wyandotte County also it's a mentoring program for junior high girls and high school girls and we just had a uh, golf tournament this year we have an annual golf tournament that our customers love to come to and it's to benefit young women on the move and this year we were able to raise almost five thousand dollars for them wow and we have the girls come in and they help work the the um, the golf tournament and it's just a it's a great program for the girls because a lot of them don't get to be around situations like that and it helps mentor them and um, so that's you know, we really just feel that we should give back, and mm-hmm. and that's a great program. Yeah, and you know, one of the um, it doesn't sound like this is your main objective at all, but
0: one of the uh, proven results of uh, the social goodness, like you're talking about brands that are associated with a social good, customers want to do business with them more because of that. And so, even if that's not your intention, that it's not a marketing ploy, mm-hmm. it it is it is a, a natural result of it. And so, the fact that you invite your customers into play. In this golf tournament, too, is, um, you know, to get everybody together like that is just wonderful. You also have invested pretty heavily in the um, area where you're located there in the Fairfax area, 13 acres, I believe you have. You want to talk about that investment? Maybe, Martha, is that a question for you no. <laughs> as think, of
1: operations? I think, you know, from a perspective of, of our property there, we, we have a lot of... Um, I guess business fingers that are mm-hmm. active on that 13 acres. We 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 partner with other area businesses for storage, vehicle storage. Mm-hmm. We've got the GM plant right there close by, so that's a great opportunity. We're also a chassis depot, which is an extension of our of our drayage firm. Um, every every container coming off the rail needs a set of wheels, yes. and those are called chassis. And so we have a chassis depot there that not only our drivers but other companies within the Kansas City area can utilize. So we have equipment moving on and off the property at all times. And then we have a container storage lot, which is where our main – um, our main home is, I guess we would call our, our building. And mm-hmm. we've just completed a renovation of our offices, which is a pretty exciting. Uh, Karen, again, kind of jumped in and said, all right, Mark, if we're growing, we got to <laughs> we gotta make things work better for all of our folks, too. And so we just completed that renovation, and that's pretty exciting. So Karen and, and Paul and, and IXT, I think, have done their space for really improving that Fairfax corner that we live in. Yeah. And uh, I think we're, um, you know, we support the Fairfax, district there too as well the community um, through sponsorships and it's a great space for us it's in the right spot for what our business is and we continue to
0: improve that Mm -hmm. every day Karen you know when you started you took your 401k you took your husband's retirement to get started you you hoped you would get that back I'm sure but did you ever think that it would grow to um, the size that it is
2: now that you'd have this kind of success Well, yes, I did. You did envision it's the intention, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, The first five years, I said, you know, I would never do that again. (laughs) I was younger then, though. But But I I did have two small children. I had, mm -hmm. you know, a one-year-old and a four-year-old. So that kind of added to the complication. But, uh, no, I think we always are continuing to to look to do bigger and better things. And and it doesn't always mean that bigger is better. That's true. Because we've been very, very strategic in our growth. Uh, probably 15 years. You might have some companies out there that are half the size of us in, in two years, but we want to make sure what we build stays. And so we want to make sure that if we if we take on new customers, that we're going to be able to handle those customers, that we're going to be able to capitalize that. And uh, so we've been very strategic in that growth. And, and we have plans for future growth, but we have to make sure that the timing is right. Right. And that, that's so true. I've seen. So many companies survive the startup stage,
0: and they think they've made it because they didn't close their business within that critical first three years, only to hit a growth period that puts them out of business because it wasn't managed properly. And so you're very strategic about it. What advice would you give to either would-be entrepreneurs who are listening today or to new entrepreneurs who are looking for some words of wisdom from someone who's been there, done that?
2: I think what's important is that, uh, you know, uh, you always have to have integrity. Mm -hmm. It's a big thing. Uh, You have to pay attention to the people around you. You have to listen to your employees. It takes a team. You can't do it by yourself. I absolutely could not have done all these things that we've done uh, by myself. You have to have employees around you because you're only as good as your team is. You know, you have the, the, the basic mechanics of business, business processes and procedures and accountability, you know, I think it's important to also have relationships with your part, your banking partners, your insurance partners, that, that's, that's real critical because if you ever get into a spot, you'd be able to be able to go to them and, and, um, and they can help you. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I always say that. You know, or you know your CPA form, firm. Firm, I know trucking. I know freight. I know intermodal. I know international international transportation. I'm not a CPA. Mm-hmm. I'm not a banker. I'm not an insurance expert. So you have to go out and be able to depend on those experts. And yeah. the biggest thing is to focus and have perseverance and uh, keep your eye on the prize. It, it always amazes me um, the number
0: of people who will try to. Save a dollar, but spend hours. Uh, you know, business owner who will spend hours trying to do something they really don't know how to do because they're trying to save a dollar, <laughs> and it ends up costing them so much more time and money typically. Well,
2: oh, and so. you and I think you can't be afraid to uh, take a risk. Right, you have to take a risk. We. Uh, he took a risk and bought the 15 13 acres that we are on right now mm-hmm. and that was probably the best thing that we had done we had built it and it, it just gave us a bigger footprint to be able to to be the company that we are today so you know you have to we have plans of making some acquisitions uh, in other cities and so you have to take that leap of faith and just, just make it work yeah what other as we wrap
0: up here you're looking into expanding into some other cities what what else do you see in your future
2: Vacations. (laughs) I love it.
0: (laughs) You are a kindred spirit. (laughs) I've never gotten that answer before. (laughs) That is wonderful. So I like the beach. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you've got a a way to get there too. You've got plenty of drivers. Will probably take you. Okay, so if somebody wanted to find out more about
2: IXT or wanted to get in touch with you, how would they do that? They could do that by calling us. Uh, They could do that looking on our website. We are in the process of renovating our website to make it better Mm because we're always trying to do better. So uh, we're in the process of that. But uh, to call us and uh, just reach out to us. What is your website?
1: www.ixtkc.com That's easy enough
0: ixtkc.com And I'm sure the phone number's on there too Yes, it mm-hmm. is okay. Thank you so much for sharing your story today Wonderful, I love it when somebody creates something out of nothing like you guys did That's just wonderful So congrats to you and much long-term success Thank you And if you'd like to learn more about how to grow your business Please visit our website at ithinkbigger.com Follow us on Facebook, Thinking Bigger Business Media Or on Twitter at I Think Have a great weekend, we'll see you next week